0: Hi there, this is the PowerPoint Tribe where our vibe is faith and our food is the word. Prepare to be strengthened and encouraged through the teachings of God's word and the ministry of the spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So thank you once again, Pastor Dami. I did not take this lightly at all. So um, this morning we just want to um, admonish ourselves. And almost there is nothing I want to talk about today that you probably have not heard of. But there's something that you guys keep emphasizing in this house that I like. That the word of God is, um, you can repeat it. You can go over it again and again. Hallelujah. You know, the, 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 the thing about the chemistry, even, in bio, even the, the science of humanity, there is, there is a problem with our hearing. No, seriously. You know, you have this here, but there's another here that is inside. That here is actually even more difficult than this one. And but that's the hair that actually takes understanding to your soul. You know, I, I tell people, I, I, I just say it in passing that I've come to realize that you probably need to hear something like 500 times. I, I mean, I'm just maybe exaggerating, but I'm trying to explain that before the thing really gets inside. So the hearing, in fact, you know, Jesus would say something, I'm like, the person that has here, let him hear. I'm not saying you don't, but there are some people that don't have hear. So, he who has. He did not say, oh, I created here for all of you, so automatically you are hearing. Say, he who has hear. Let him hear. It's very powerful word. Anytime I read that in the scriptures, I'm always like, wow. Please, what does this mean? Praise the Lord. The faith life. Faith life. Faith life. You know, to live the life, you know, I mean, and we know the life. I mean, even me, when I look at people like Osh Poppy, I'm envious. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I'm filled with envy. I mean, private plane, Dubai. Are you, come on, are you kidding me? In this, ah, I me mean, go, I go chop life for a Forget <laughs> sorry. No, really. Ah, so, you know, life. But, you know, again, the, 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 the most important thing and one of the things I ex- that, that I learned when it comes to the life of faith, the life of faith in itself is, why it is unique, I will tell you. Obviously, there's nothing wrong with buying cars and marrying. So don't get me wrong. You will, we will all do that prosperously. Amen? Amen? In fact, God wants you to understand that, that should, that's the least of the concerns It's the first level to the faith life. It's accepting within yourself that the cars, the house, the marriage, they are the most mundane. It, 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 Bible, the, the Lord wants us to know that it is an entitlement in a sense. So it's not something you come to church in the morning because of. Hallelujah. So because the moment you can start, you can start to get that off your equation, of God, your faith life journey, you know, is closer to success than you think. Christ alone. So we cannot talk about faith, of course, without referencing um, Abraham. He helped us to institutionalize this thing. He built an institution around it. If there's a university, school of of um, of a business school, you know, Abraham. Becomes an institution. So you can't even do faith. Go through that university and then it teaches you what faith is. The Bible says that, and the scripture foreseen that God will justify the Gentiles by faith. He said, He preached the gospel toward Abraham beforehand, saying that in you all the what? nations of the earth will be blessed. Hallelujah. It says, So then, those that are of faith are blessed. believe in Abraham. So one of the things that I tell people is that the gospel as it is preached is incomplete because when you got born again mostly you understood that yes you are a sinner and that Christ paid price um, the ultimate price for your sins and accepting the reality that Christ paid the ultimate price for your sins allowed you to give up your sins, accepted the life in Christ, and then you became born again because you confessed your sins. Hallelujah. But that's not the end of the gospel. The Bible told us the content of the gospel when it comes to Abraham. He said he preached the gospel unto Abraham, saying what? In you, all the what? Families of the earth will be blessed. So that means that the gospel is not complete if you have not received in you the ability to be a blessing to nations. Am I correct? So you've not not heard the gospel 100%. So people, the faith, faith as these people knew it, is a world-changing tool. Praise the Lord. Faith is a world-changing tool You know, a lot of people may not even ever have faith in their lifetime. They they, they don't understand. Because a lot of the benefits you might be having today, without knowing, might just be you are living off the faith of somebody else. Hallelujah. The The workings of faith in itself the life of faith has a unique perspective to it. The first thing you need to know about the faith life is that the faith life is the life that before you focus on acceptance, you have to understand the rejection. Now, what that is, the faith life is the life that rejects salvation through any other means that does not glorify God. Are you with me this morning? And it's it's not an easy life. Not an easy life. Because we are, that's why I started by letting us know that look, the good things we desire, yes. But when you come into the faith life The first thing you are asking yourself is, "What is this going to cost me?" Because for some of you, it's going to cost you looking at that job that is going to pay you a millionaire a month, and then you are saying, "No." Not logical, is it? That is the faith life. If I want you. Until you've taken a very stupid decision like that, you have not started living a faith life. Let's look at the book of Hebrews. Hebrews 11 is always our favorite, um, yeah, scriptures on faith. But most of the time, we just read verse 1, 2, 3, and then, you know. Analyze the whole faith thing and then move on. <laughs> we Forget to read things like verse 13. Hallelujah. Ah, oh man, I love the scriptures. The Bible says that, He said, these all died in faith. Not having received their promises, but having seen them afar off. The Bible says what they were assured of them embrace them and confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they are called to mind the country from which they had come out, he said they would have had the opportunity to return. But now they desire a better and a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. So now... We can see here one of the first, that is the early introduction to the faith life, looking at the fact that, okay, yeah, we're talking about promises. Yes, promises of God. But here are some people they are telling us that this guy died, and they did not particularly in person receive the promise. So what is going on here? So what that is saying is that they actually were able to conceive the gospel they received. The gospel you receive has the potential, is able to conceive in you the vision for a better country. And as long as you have that picture in your mind, the Bible says that what you will not confuse immediately is to know what to reject. Hallelujah. You know, because what God did in Abraham, in fact, when you look at the life of Abraham, it's so amazing the way. I don't know how such a man could have actually existed. Abraham just looks like a, a science fiction figure. I'm telling you. You have everything, everything that, but except for one thing that you really greatly desire. And that one thing you really, greatly desire, God will not even let you go about having it your own way. I mean, how does that work for you? A faith life. And no matter who you are, there is one thing that matters to you the most. It's one thing. And then God... Definitely, you know, because in its workings, how he operates, focuses on that one thing. Lays hold of it that, look, okay, yeah, this is the one thing I actually really want. And then because God knows that the only way he can inject his seed into you is through the thing you desire the most. Hallelujah. He can't have it any other way. So the, the faith life is a life that reproduces God after his kind. If your journey cannot reproduce Christ, are you getting what I'm talking about? If your journey cannot reproduce Christ, you are not living a faith life. So you are seeing a vision. And the vision you are seeing is telling you that This thing I'm seeing, only God can give it to me. And then you begin a journey. What is God looking for in every journey of faith? I will show you. I will show you. a faith life. But let's talk a little bit about perseverance and the fact that, yes, indeed, We ought not to give up in whatever it is that God is is doing in you because at some point, like every other person, you're going to question, you're going to ask God questions that, look, God, I don't think this thing is working. Abraham did it. He got there. And you cannot imagine how scary it was for Abraham. You are getting old in fact, you still had a fellowship with God that night, and he was saying that, I go childless. What are you going to give to me? Just that night, strong fellowship, strong prayer time. You know that sometimes you finish praying, everything feels so righteous. <laughs> I don't know if you felt it before. And then the next day, they, they, they hit you hard with the negative news that you are not expecting. In fact, as you are leaving that prayer place, you are going to check something, or you just realize that something is turning green, I mean red, immediately. So, it's not just by the righteous feeling. Because Abraham was feeling righteous there. Righteous. In fact, if you look at that place, we could go there in Genesis. The Bible was saying that you know, they had this lengthy conversation. God was telling him that, don't worry, you will be a father of nations. I believe you. And then told him that your children will spend 400 years in slavery and then they will come out with great I believe you. The next chapter, he went to sleep with a guy. The the next chapter, Eh? the next chapter, and for 15 years, how many, for almost 15 years, God did not even show up in his case. On top of this, having one child, I don't think your case is as bad as Abraham's case. Praise the Lord. So it's just amazing. Every time I look at that story, it, it has a way of encouraging me. What is it that you are walking towards or walking on? You've not even labored consistently for fifteen years. You know, and <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, being young is such an advantage. But it could all, it may not sometimes be because, you know, the enemy has a way of um, of confusing us and you can imagine somebody is 21 you're already feeling like you're so old things are so bad I'm like for heaven's sake what have you even seen let's look at the book of um, Luke chapter 13 the chapter 18 that was probably um, I'll dwell there a bit then before we continue hallelujah you have to forgive me. I'm, I'm running on um, 60% body and 100% spirit. Because when I listened to Pastor Dami, one of the things I, I wanted to emulate when I come here he is, Lord, in the name of Jesus, you guys... Are... <laughs> As in, Pastor Dami can be so electric. I can't... I, I love... As in, I was just like... But man, after cough and cold hit me, I said, boy, let me just respect my old age. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I said so please you just use spirit to receive me this morning <laughs> I would have loved to, maybe next time when uh, I'm i I'm restored hundred percent body. That's why Paul used to say that I'm not with you in body, but spirit I'm with you. So I could have written my message and then please Pastor Dami, let, let me read it out to the congregation. <laughs> I almost cancelled the meeting, really. I was going to call. I was in, I had a very tough weekend. Yeah, very rough weekend. Praise the Lord. Now, the Bible was saying Jesus was giving us a a very important faith story. But again, he said even outside the life of faith, people of the world have a tendency to receive results because they understand something that even many believers don't get. It's called perseverance and persistence. Praise the Lord. The Bible says then he spoke a parable to them. I I love parables. I mean, the the parables of Christ are, are just stellar. You know, he said that men always ought to pray and not what, to lose heart. Saying, there was a certain city, a judge, who did not fear God or regard man. Now there was a widow in that city and she came to him saying, give justice for me from my advisory. And he would not for a while. But afterwards he said within himself, though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest her continual coming she, by her continual comings she wearies me. Hallelujah. This parable is very par- is powerful because it tells one very important story. And that's why the Bible had to talk about the judge, classify the judge, that this judge is not God. That's why he started by using the word is very unjust, it's very unfair. It has no regard for God or regard for man. This judge is life. Yes, it's nature, is life. The natural life. And the natural life is so unfair. I mean, you look on one street, there's a guy who is driving the latest Hummer going there. And then you can see a whole lot of these unjust judge in Lagos, they are all over the place. Then as the guy is going in his armor like that, then you're seeing a hard-working mechanic here who cannot even afford to pay school fees or even educate his children. Inside the same street. Very unjust, George. Unfair. Why should someone work so hard, labor so much, so much hard work, and cannot even, you can't, and you will see the two of them on the same road. And this one maybe he has is because you know, there was just one. You can't even connect anything he's doing to the car he's driving. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> whatever they call it. But well, we start all this end matter now. But you know, you can connect it. And they live on this, they move around on the same street. So it is life. Life isn't fair. Right? It isn't fair. Eh? Huh? Go balance. <laughs> life is no balance. There's a, there's, I mean, you know that. Go balance. And that's what Christ was saying that. So he said, but there is something about life. They say you can push hard enough and still get results. Yes. I have seen people who are not born again, they don't, love, they don't do God or anything, but with certain strategy and consistency, they built kingdoms, they had breakthroughs, haven't you seen them? Yes. So he's trying to tell you that outside the faith life, you could actually build a natural life, on the natural life, consistently work hard and get some results. And that's what he's saying avenge me that's the christ has to say that he's an unjust judge he doesn't regard god he doesn't regard man he doesn't care if you can't afford to send your children to school it's not his business and doesn't care if you are driving you know the latest car he doesn't care the earth itself has a mind of his own right the, Yeah. That's why the father is subject to God himself, but as far as this is his domain, he really doesn't care, he doesn't give a damn. Unfair life. So Jesus mentioned the fact that, yeah, but with certain persistence, it is possible to have breakthrough in life. Don't confuse it, there are some breakthroughs we are seeing. It's not God they went to, it's the unjust judge. It's different from your faith life. Praise the Lord. So, the Bible now told us, he said then, hear that. Hear what the unjust judge said. He said, and shall God. Because it was very clear that there are two, two people here. On one side you have the faith life, and here you have the natural life. You can actually use the natural life to, to try to make it. It's just that there's no guarantees. Because the, the guy is unjust, he might choose to hear you, he may choose not to. Praise the Lord. So Christ had to be like, look, hear that. Shall God not avenge? Listen to this. Listen to this, my people. Faith life. Perseverance. Persistence. He says, Shall what God not avenge his own what? Very elect who cry out what? Day and night to him, though he bears long. You have to understand this. You need to be prepared. Be prepared for the faith life. Don't let anyone shortchange you. So God is the one you are pressuring in the faith lane. And then you have the natural lane here. Everybody is pressing into something, right? Don't deceive yourself. You might be on the natural lane without knowing. You might think you're on the faith lane and you're not. Praise the Lord. A lot of people are on the natural lane. They just don't know. Everything is all calculation. Sharp boy. We have to be sharp. We have to walk through our way through. This life will favor anybody. Yes, you are dealing with the unjust judge. If you're know sharp for these Lagos, they go sell you. <laughs> unjust judge. There's nothing wrong with it. Just know that, look, you're on the natural lane. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Faith life. The faith lane. On the faith lane. Jesus said that, shall God not avenge. Meaning that in, it, in itself, the vengeance of God is rooted in your capacity to wait. Yay. You don't understand that the, your perseverance itself is stored value. will allow the enemy to change you. And Jesus presented in the follow-up, there were strategies. But look at what the Bible says. He said, I tell you that he will avenge them with speed. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he even really find faith? Will he find anybody on this lane? At some point, they will port now. They port. Change network. Network is slow. Hallelujah. Will you find... Will I find anybody on the faith lane? You know, when Christ asks questions like that, the truth of the matter is that Christ does not leave questions, you know, unanswered. He leaves them, but he will still give you more parables to give you clues on what the enemy could occasionally use to change you. And if you overcome those things... You can endure. Hallelujah. He said, We avenge them speedily. You know, I used to tell people something. I said, Look, this thing, whatever it is you're waiting for that you think, oh, it's taking so long. You see, <laughs> on the day of the vengeance, it does not take God, one, it, it will not take more than one day to clean up your books line you up, equalize you with all the people that think they've gone... It just it, one day. Just one day. Because wealth, the same way it feels at age 40 or age 50, is it say, wealth is wealth. Once you are wealthy, you don't remember your past. You don't understand. If, if, you, if God has given you a clue, maybe he has thrown some... You know, you, did you see the speed with which you forget... All those suffering. You suffered last year. The speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, God holds you some, some little bit of cake early so that you can understand what money feels like. You don't remember your problem as in immediately. And you, you need that clue because that's exactly what is happening. When God comes, one day, in one day, if a 15-year struggle will... Just be summarized, collapsed, you won't even remember. And that's why I said, "Just, just, just be patient. I'm coming. The coming of Jesus is not just the coming that you are seeing in the sky. It's the coming to your situation. That is also the second coming. It is worth waiting for. Gloriously worth waiting for. Because your story will scatter all over the internet. Your story will scatter all over the place and somebody will look at it and see Christ because that is what you are after your social story by the time they publish it the only thing they see there is Christ why would your story scatter like hush puppy what is that what Christ can you see in that crisis crisis jail No. No, please. That picture of Christ is the story your your life is telling. And you can beat your chest that, yes, I produced after my kind. Nothing to be ashamed of. Never will be. Praise the Lord. Three things you should take note. For you to live and overcome the difficulties And Christ told other parables to explain these things. And some of them are quite sensitive because you might fall into the trap of thinking that there are certain things that you think God looks out for when he rewards people as such. But he said he doesn't want you to fall into those traps. Number one, let's look at what the Bible says. He started to talk about the fact that people could confuse religiosity for faith and the fact that you know you are very you know you do church things you feel righteous and that oh that is should accelerate your story praise the law Bible said, because after he asked that question, he said two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee and one a tax collector. And the Pharisee stood and prayed thus to himself, God, I thank you. (laughs) I'm not like these guys. They are extortioners, unjust, adulterers, even the tax collectors. That means you have assessed yourself. You look clean. Right? And i said that I fast twice a week, I give tithes, I mean, of course, there's nothing wrong with all of this, is it? Giving tithes, fasting, they're good things. But Christ is saying, don't confuse that for justification. Now, it says the other guy, the task collector standing far off will not even bear to raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went home more justified rather than the other, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself. So, what, this, is, this, is, this is the catch. Number one. in growing your perseverance and your ability to persist. Don't quantify yourself before God on the basis of your religious contributions. And no, it's very important. You know, because people give up quickly in life because they assume that because I fast, I do all these spiritual things. I mean, God should listen to me first now. You said, mm, it does not work that way. Praise the Lord. It's nothing wrong. Yes, you, you are always in church, doing church things. You know, you're always fasting, you're always praying. It's fine. But when you approach God, understand that humility in itself, the content of it is understanding the fact that your perfection is built on God, not in your doings. I'm telling you, I've seen people who backslided, who are very serious Christians back then, but somehow they just gave up because they assumed that yes, because they are very Christian, God should answer their prayers faster. Doesn't follow. Doesn't follow. Because if you have a mindset of that, I'm not complete. I'm not, you have a tendency to wait longer because you are still seeking more from God, right? But when you have that, oh, uh, yes. I'm a, I'm a, I fast, I pray, I give tithes. You know, I have all the checklists to make me the perfect uh, religious man. So don't use that as a benchmark. Once you have that mindset... You have a tendency to give up. Shall I find anyone on the faith lane? And he's telling the next thing. Let's go. The Bible talked about the fact that, you know, because, you see, when you read the scriptures, it's just because they wrote this thing in verses and, and uh, whatever for us. A lot of time when Christ talks, it's a flowing stream. The scripture is a stream. And you, you, you just need to cut into that stream and, and tap into that stream cause our stream is a stream of wisdom you know so we talk about the fact that yes age could be a problem hallelujah the bible says that then they also brought infants to him that he might touch them and when the disciples saw they rebuked them and jesus called and said let the children come to me for do not forbid them of such what is the kingdom Assuredly I say unto you, whoever does not receive the kingdom as a little child will not, what? Will by no means enter into it. But before then, just on the last point I made, I want to look, look at the book of Hebrews. We'll come back there in a minute. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 6. The Bible says in verse, verse 9. Yeah, Hebrews chapter 6. He said, but beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you, right? Yes, things that accompany salvation, though we speak in this manner. For God is not unjust to forget what? Your work and your labor of what? Love, which you have shown towards what? His name, in that you have ministered word to the saints and yet do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end that you do not become sluggish but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promise so the fact that you minister to saints should not be a basis to be slothful and sluggish in business i don't know if you understand what i'm talking about because i tell you that people sometimes quantify they think hard work is the fact that they do touch things Hello? But he's saying that, no, 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 that's good. God is, they counting that somewhere. But that's the same way everybody, you know, moves towards the hope of their calling, walks towards it, the same the same effort. He said what? That you be, do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So th- there, is, there, is, there, is, there is that aspect in which you do not Allow the fact that you minister to stop you from pursuing the promises. Because there are promises. The fact that I'm a pastor, being pastor is not the promise. Or you think the fact that I'm preaching here is the promise. Or Pastor Dami, oh, you think his promise is just to stay here and be preached. That's not his promise. You understand what I'm saying? He has something he's building towards in his life. And God wants him to know that, look, yes, there is a promise. Praise the Lord. So that, and that you should not become sluggish. But at that promise, you must, you know, put the same energy towards it as every other thing. Hallelujah. Now, the next thing like I was trying to uh, emphasize, well, is the issue of age. Because all the things I'm telling you, there are attributes, things that you can, um, you can take note of that could impact your journey. Because Christ had to specify that the thing about little children is that because maybe they are younger hearts, they are easy to receive, they are open to new knowledge, you know, they don't get to a stage in which they cannot learn again. And so because they don't let you know age, you know, stop their minds from learning, they can continue to evolve. So the kingdom works at that level. So on the faith lane, we don't age. On the faith lane, we don't age are you with me we don't age so note that down there's nothing like oh, I'm not 30 years old I should be married it doesn't work like that on the faith lane remain young or a little child waiting to learn if you have to go to a school to learn the principles that you need to go and learn it I know it is difficult but the Bible says that it is possible we don't what we don't age, and you don't know the word, the promise itself can stop your aging, can actually stop age. Yay. Oh, you, you you don't know that happens, oh, you've never you've not you don't know it's in the Bible, you, you've not read it in your own Bible. Do you want me to show you? You, you like knowledge. <laughs> Go to. The book of, um, I think it should be in Matthew. You know that I'm not just exciting you. That should be Luke. Please, someone help me look for Simeon. You are getting me, Abby? Get to Simeon. When they were blessing the baby. Luke 2.25, thank you, sir. The Bible says, behold, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation. That was his own promise. Waiting for what? The consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. The Bible says, and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit, that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. The Bible says, so he came by. The spirit into the temple, and when his parents brought him to do for him according to the custom, he took him up in his arms and blessed. Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace. This guy is aged ceased because of that promise. They say, as in he received that he will not see death. You know what it means not to see death. Is this that is eternal life? Suspension of the operations of death. Because that's what aging is. Ah, I'm dying. I'm getting old. And then you start to shortchange yourself. Sell cheaper. So when you see, let the children... That, Christ knows what he's saying. Perseverance. We don't age on the faith lane. We don't. I'm 30. I'm not married. <laughs> You've not seen unmarried people. I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm I'm this, I've not bought car, I've not, and you should change yourself. I know it's not, it's not easy, I, I know, seriously, because the world, has, the world we live in now has even made it worse. Because every day on Instagram, you see young people, you know, doing well. People, you're, in fact, no matter how old you are, whether you're 21, there's one 21-year-old that is a billionaire that started, you would just hear one story. Okay, she started selling jewelries and now she's a billionaire. You're wondering, I've been selling. I've been at the back. I've been selling. Even, I can't even see 10,000. What is it that I'm doing different? At that point, you're just like, well, I think this is not working. And in your spirit, you told everybody that the Lord asked you to do that thing. When you say the Lord said, you die with that thing. Hallelujah. Stay with it till you are dead. You don't look for salvation. The Bible says they saw a better country and they said, no, they will reject every salvation if they don't see that. Because the fact that you've rooted it in the Lord said shows that. The only thing it can produce is Christ because it's the Lord that said it. You die with it, if it's death, you die. Praise the Lord! So, kill the age, kill it. We don't age on the faith lane, we don't age. You know, I, I I tell my wife a lot of things. And like that when I was younger, too, I, I used to I, just, I I don't know why the, the devil tried to cheat me. I used to feel old, even when I was twenty-one. I just felt old. When I became twenty-five, I just kept feeling old. I'm like everybody has made it, I should make it. It was a terrible thing. You know what? When the devil moves you into that loop, you cannot sit settle down to plan your life, to prepare, to study. The thing. You will just be running the race. That they did not set before you race that you set before yourself i'm telling you it took, if you know i had to get to a point and like look okay look i just I, I lose the age let me just focus and i will just do what he has told me to do believing that in his own time he will come to the rescue you are 25 you are feeling old some people are begging to be 25 and you you are 25 you are feeling old you can't even set a 10 year vision That, Lord, I'm going to stay with you. And building step by step, you know, um, footstep by footstep, and all that. Praise the Lord. Let not the enemy cheat us. Wow, I perceive God is doing something in our lives this morning. Kwande kasoto prada zizi shianda yeye, leke sussufra shata gadi kasonto praga da shata gadi ya, melinka thora na zosofro kuboisi hantu gada yana koshi hanto frake di, mesente frenaso karobobosi hanto hantu fradas yana jijini baba Santa ya kaso preke Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, you are reversing ages. You are curing hearts. You are crediting us with time and grace in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. My prayer this morning is that God will credit you with time. Yes, he can credit you with time. He can credit you with time. Grace in itself, you know, has created room. You are like, credited with time when maybe you are like three days to giving up, you got credited with time. You just realize you have capacity to wait two more years. Yes. Yes. You can be credited with time. There's nothing like it having capacity. And then, I mean, you are saying no to that. And then you know in your mind that well, I, I can. It's not a problem. I can still survive. The third category, when you deal with the age problem, is also the fact that something that happens when it comes to money. Interestingly, like I said, most people assume that money is the end of the journey. It is not. It is not. It is not. The Bible now told us about, gave us another incident. He said that when you call, he said, that was verse 18. He said, now a certain ruler came and said, good teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said, why do you call me good? No one is good, but one, that is God. You know the commandments, you know, he gave him all that, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, and so on and so forth. And he said, all these things I've done, I've kept from my youth. And Jesus said to him, okay, there's one thing you lack. Sell all that you have and distribute to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. The Bible says when he heard this, he became what? Very sorrowful. For he was very rich. And when Jesus saw that he had become sorrowful, he said, how hard is it for those who have riches to enter into the kingdom of God? For it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than the rich to enter. So now the problem with money. Of course, a lot of people assume that once they have money, that means they have inherited the promise. But it is not so. It's not so. Because the promise is not money. The promise is any destination that reveals Christ. Once there is no Christ, there is no promise. Yes, Are you with me? And the, the wealth that God cannot take from you, he did not give you. Because if this guy knows that it's God that gave him his wealth, it will not be a problem to give it. Because the same God will give you back. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Anything you can't give away, you, can, you don't earn I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But the problem there is the fact that, and that's exactly what I'm saying, because if you are sure that the wealth came through faith, through God, then giving it is not a problem. So there is a tendency to assume that once there is wealth, once you're a big boy, that means, automatically, you are like the person, you know, people want to be around. But it's another strategy of the enemy to incapacitate your faith lane. Incapacitate your faith lane. Most people, once they get rich as well, they just switch to the natural lane. Yeah? lane, and jesus was trying to introduce this guy to the faith lane like look on the faith lane you, you gain this thing by by faith not by practice of the law on the basis of the practice of the law yes you got this thing but i'm inviting you to the kingdom the faith lane and on the faith lane it works by different set of rules hallelujah it works in such a way that you are glorified i am glorified first if it doesn't work that way, you are not on the faith lay. Hallelujah. So, dear young fellows, let's take note of all those things that the enemy uses to shortchange people off the faith lay. Very important. Let's go back to the book of Hebrews. We'll I'll round up there. Praise the Lord. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, again, we'll see something that is powerful. That is why the faith life is the faith life. The faith life always reproduces after its kind. And for you today, I want you to have to be a people of vision. To understand that when you indeed, you call yourself a man of faith, it is beyond, it is beyond Things. Things that you can just hold on to as things. The Bible says again, I'll go over this thing again. It said, these all died in faith, not having received the promises. Now, you would think they've not, but there is, a, there is a catch in that place. But having seen them, they were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they have called to mind that country, the Bible says from which they had come out, they would not have had the opportunity to return. They would have had the opportunity to return. So they actually built bonds their bridge. Then There's no going back. And now they desire a better country. That's a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Now look at what's the Lord saying. Oh my God. Now, the Bible says that by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son of whom it is said "In in Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead from which he has also received in him in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things that were to come. And what do you keep seeing? By faith, by faith, this was not achievement. Now, this is one thing you need to note, and never forget this. The faith life. We talk a lot about um, Nigeria, and this country is such, it's painful every time we talk about Nigeria, right? Yeah, It is. It is. And we should be concerned. We should be worried. The Christians in America are the Christians in Nigeria. I know we like to feel like our own Christianity is more serious. But that is even why we should be more ashamed. Why can't we fix anything? Why? You know, Sometimes I wonder, is it like the maths they are teaching abroad is different from the maths they are teaching here? Is the science different? Why can't we invent anything? What I'm saying, and this is something we let's just—I I just pray God help me to express this the way it should come out. Faith, like I discussed earlier, when you when you are when you are going into faith, what you are looking at, not yourself. Faith is used. For curing four generations down the line. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. They don't use f- faith. It's a waste of faith. When what faith does for you. Is to you know buy your car. Buy your house and marry. It's a waste of the kingdom. People when God designed for Abraham. Turned worlds. He battered Isaac. Isaac God battered Jacob. That is, faith is transgenerational. Yay. So, understand what I'm saying that people die believing in their faith. It's not because, it is the fact that their faith resurrects in their continuous generation until it accumulates into something. Yay. The only person you know is Bill Gates, but who is his grandfather? Yay. Yay. Do you know his great grandfather? Do you know what he did? Do you know if he died believing in something? God is big on generations. Faith is not for buying cars, It's a waste of faith. People turn worlds, they change their name, turn legacies around by faith. Did you see what was happening? From Abraham to Isaac, they were just carrying the blessing. they they did not receive the promise it wasn't important but God defended that blessing across their generation till the timing till it was ready what do you think faith is I said people die believing in what God told them the word you say God told you that and then you give up after two weeks some of them don't even take wait five years two weeks persistence. I told you that perseverance is thought value because God keeps that and he takes that. It's a blessing. In fact, you should reject deliverance in some cases because they, 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 you, you need to store up more capacity. Look at what the Bible says. It said by faith in verse 30. It said, I mean, if you look at by faith, by faith, what is it there that is a thing? He said, by faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed. Did you see what was happening every time they were blessing? Those words were literally lifting kingdoms across. Forget the fact that they've not, till you saw Joseph turn kingdoms around, till you saw the children of Israel came out of Egypt with massive wealth. Nigeria can change if we understand what faith is. What we've been teaching is not the whole faith. Oh, you come for breakthrough, 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 breakthrough. What do you tell people about breakthrough? Who turned words? Faith is used for changing kingdoms. Not for petty needs. So as you're here this morning, thank God we're young people. The future belongs to us. You can stay there literally but the vision of, the, of God in your spirit. Understand what the 50 years next of Nigeria should be. And you create that future by faith. Refusing deliverance when it's coming too early. This thing is coming too early. I refuse it. It's not coming the way. Because it happened in Abraham. Yes, you could have a child and then no problem. We we'll go to a guy. But if, I mean, it was clear. And God has to tell him that, no, 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 no. The way I do my things is different. This child can only come through Sarah. He said that by faith. He said others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Look at chapter, chapter 35. Women re- so he said some women received their dead back to life. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. They refuse deliverance. No, no, this is not how he told us it will happen. That they might obtain a better resurrection. You know, the conclusion of your faith journey, the most important thing you should never forget in your faith life, oh my God, oh my God, is that there is resurrection. If if you don't understand resurrection, you 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 don't understand faith. That conclusion, let me explain. That is where Abraham killed it. That's where Abraham killed faith. That's where he dealt with it. His ability to conclude that God could raise Isaac. That conclusion, that I die believing in this thing, but God can raise me. Don't tell me, oh, God told you to go and do that thing and then to, oh, you die in it. Hallelujah. Take steps that God will look at your fourth generation. And some 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 massive enterprise will come out of there. Go on, I said, go and ask, who is Bill Gates' forefathers? Who is the fourth generation, the father of the father of his father? What did he do? That culminated, that terminated in him. There are sacrifices of the past. You see, the only thing happening to our country is that leaders are selfish. They don't understand faith. People paid price with blood, not gaining one error, just to ensure that the blessing moves to the next person. Do you know what he means to teach, to carry? What was the name of the preacher? Timothy. He said, your mother, you took the fate of your grandmother. That is the past faith from generation to generation. They did not, they know that faith has timing in which it glorifies God, and it brings a whole lot of bounty with it. He said you could communicate faith across generations. Is transferable. You can be, you can transmit it. Praise the Lord. You can transmit it. Why do people believe in generational curse if there is no generational faith? Yeah. Yeah. There's generational curse. There's generational faith. Faith that you transmit across generation. You are dying. You are telling your children that I believed in something. In your days, it will come to pass. And then the boy is just wondering why he's just succeeding. He did not understand that somebody died believing in something. Faith is for building generations. Yes, Nigeria will be great. I believe so because of you. Because of you. Because of you. Because of you. you. The faith lane. On the faith lane. On the faith lane. On the faith lane we will be we, we will persevere we will stay to the end we will not give up we will not give up i will not give up you will not give up in the name of jesus in the name of jesus let us rise up this morning lord we give thanks i just want you to just say a word of prayer just thank the lord for everything to us and you know communicate with god in your heart yourself you yourself you know where you might have gone wrong ask him for forgiveness you know sin as in a on the faith lane your sin is not a regular sin when you're on the faith lane because god gives grace capacity you know to deal with some of the flaws but when it comes to the faith lane the sin there is quitting to the natural lane I would say, my soul will not have pleasure in those that draw backwards into perdition. Say, we have those that believe to the saving of soul. So, God knows there's a difference. At your level, maintaining the integrity of the word you have received to the end is, is righteousness, is, is, is the work. We will not draw back in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning. Receive our praise and our blessings and our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wow. What a word. For more messages, connect with our tribesmen across all social media platforms at Powerpoint Tribe.